Hello universe, you weird concoction of seductive variables that make me think I'm still pretty happy I woke up today. At least today I can say that. But, you know, the Mandela effect, it's like Flintstones meet the Flintstones. They're a family that can lose a T. Then they go and find one, yet we still don't question reality. What the hell are we prioritizing? I don't want to be here questioning my pants sizing. All right, that's as far as I can take that, but <clears throat> still. How do you watch a flip-flop and tell us we're insane? How do you watch a flip-flop and tell us we're confabulating? How do you watch a flip-flop and tell us we're misremembering the way reality used to be? How do you put two O's on my Fruit Loops box and not me expect me to remember that I would have been spelling Fruit Loops in my bowl with four O's, O-O-T, O-O-P. Come on. There are certain ways we would have said things that are now different. Anyhow, I'll keep sounding the alarm bell on the Mandela bell, on the Mandela bell, on the Mandela effect, or what I will at some point start calling slips in reality, shifts in historical data record. And I, I'm, as, I'm as attracted to the idea that this is some giant CIA mind psyop as I am anything. The supernatural here is the least attractive outcome in terms of what may be causing this. I don't really believe I slipped from another world to this world. That seems bizarrely odd to have happened in a capacity in which I am compartmentalized into this world in every other regard. That makes me think I'm nothing but a program in a simulation, which, if that's the way it is, it's an oddly strange program to give me so much free latitude to doubt my existence. But maybe that's what the whole simulation is testing, whether you can overcome that doubt and keep from killing yourself. I mean, if there's anything that, I don't remember if it's Camus or Sartre, that quote, it might even be Kierkegaard. Anyway, somebody's got a quote where they say, um, you know, the only thing that, that the things that, that make life worth living are the things that keep you from deciding to kill yourself. I mean, it's, it's a little bleak, but when you get right down to it, um, you know, life at its darkest can certainly feel that way. And what, what, what is the point of life, right? How do you, how do you come to a realization that there's some point to any of this? It certainly feels completely um, asymmetrical when you're out of tune with, again, your own 40 metronomes working chaotically instead of in concert, in rhythm, in the sort of universal flow that just makes everything easy. I, I, I truly think that life is about getting better at things making it easier on you and making it easier on the people around you. But life's about a lot of things. It's not just about that. 
Uh, so I'm looking for my list. I went back and listened to the 10 episodes. I guess I'm doing laundry. <laughs> uh, kitchen's clean. Well, I mean, there's some dishes from yesterday's cooking adventure. There's some baking pans that still have dust on them that I should clean up and figure out where to store. But if I turn around and look at my shelves, I actually smile because it's so much better organized. So much better organized. Yes, I'm ways it goes so much is better organized up on my shelves so okay uh i said that the kennedy uh, assassination was the seminal moment for the ripping of the soul of america or something other poetically nonsensical and uh yeah it's obvious that this country has a whole shit ton of retribution it has not faced up with starting with the massacre of the native peoples followed by the uh, the uh, decimation of the native peoples of Africa as they were shipped here to do slave physical labor on land that was basically untouched thanks to the harmonious re relationship the native peoples had had with this land. Uh, white people. Um, and of course women's suffrage, the civil rights movement, uh, the movements of all uh, oppressed peoples in this country, of which my white bread English historical background is the only group that can say we did not participate. We were the ones creating the suffrage. Well, the suffrage, the suffering. And don't think I don't feel the guilt of that, I do. And the current hatred toward Muslims that is so unjustified, because guess what? It's all shenanigans of white people that are creating that hatred. Again, when you see all the mechanisms in play, you can either weep and retreat, or you can stand firm and be better. I choose to be better. Just like I choose to be better with my terminology regarding women or girls. And yes, when I first started being attracted to you, you were girls. And then you grew into young women. Then you grew into adult women and at some point i assume you'll grow into some hot elderly chicks that are just banging but until then when i say girls i usually do mean girls i try to differentiate in my terminology i don't mean to disrespect women and call them girls or chickadees or babes though uh, so apologies therein i am uh, aware of that uh, limitation that our misogynistic universe puts on you and I try not to fall for it but sometimes I do catch myself saying girls when I re-listen and I mean women uh, I say at another point that um, there's no recovery model you get into some uh, cycles of I didn't mean to get here and then all of a sudden I was here and I didn't mean for that to happen but it was happening so then I didn't mean for this to happen and you know the the proverbial uh, crack in the dike turns into the crashing of the dam well there are recovery models for everybody I didn't mean to say there's no recovery model for you I said what I meant to say in that instance is you can get to a position in your scale of self-assessment to think that you have lost whatever recovery model was um, your lifeboat out. And, and that's, trust me, I, as you start to sink, 
I, it's a natural reaction to think, well, what do I do if this becomes an emergency that I have to escape? So you do have these plans, but then your plan might get smothered in a way that, you know, you just get into a capacity where that plan's no longer viable. And now you're like, well, if this ever goes down, I'm gonna suffer the ultimate consequence. Well, the ultimate consequence is still not what you think. Again, you're living inside a paradigm in which you're judging yourself by the organized society we have created. And we have created one where punishing yourself and feeling uh, like you deserve some sort of outcome that you have created that's negative is all part of just how you're trained to think. So there is a recovery model for everybody. And this isn't some Sunday morning, 8 a.m. channel 20 preacher in a blue suit telling you, I have the, the, the way to the Lord. If you just send me 1999 or more, I will, I will send you a book that will tell you the way to the Lord. No, again, the moment you're experiencing is the only moment that matters. What you do with that moment is how you change your life. Don't send me 1999. You're welcome. Um, okay, I speak to some slipperiness with girls and I do have two instances that I will get into at some point that I consider to be some of my lowest points. And Neither of them do I consider to be the kinds of things I won't tell you or I'm so embarrassed about or so ashamed of that uh, I must hide them. No. As a matter of fact, I think these are the consequences of being terribly unsure of what to do with women ever and uh, never having anyone to turn to to find out. And, um, and, I, and I was always very respectful of women except when it came to how women can respond well to certain caricatures like confidence and uh, strength and um, aggression. I hate to say it, and I'm not saying I was aggressive toward women. I don't have aggression in me. I couldn't even fake it for a girl. But I watch the patterns in which women respond, and you're trained to think of yourselves as attachments, as accessories, as uh, components of somebody else's life instead of as the the uh, controlling and and um, and developed agency of your own action these are messages that you get I'm not saying you all fall for it not all of you do and as a matter of fact mo more of you don't now than ever and it's wonderful I have begged for the matriarchy to emerge I know the matriarchy is the only system under which we live peacefully so I have a ton of respect for women, but I am a knucklehead when it comes to making a good move on a girl that I have a crush on. And I am not sure I'm still not the worst at that in the entire world. And where I was clumsy and, um, and in unscripted moments had um, filled my head with the kind of response that, um, that I regret to this day. I'm going to explain exactly what I mean. But slipperiness with women, I also am one of, I have some of the greatest ex-girlfriend. As a matter of fact, my ex-girlfriend list, if that's who I have to hang out with in heaven, I mean, yeah, there'll be some conversations we don't necessarily want to have. But once you get past all the cheating, I loved them all. They were awesome. I mean, I met some awesome women in life. And I was attracted to some of the best of them. So, I don't know. I... I could I have done better with my relationships with women across life? I think that's a glaring, alarming yes. But could I have done worse? It's also a glaring, alarming yes.
So um, I wish I had been a lot more comfortable with who I was emotionally because had I been that person earlier in life, I might have found somebody that was worth spending the rest of my life with. But for now, what I can say is I'm glad I didn't make the mistake of either putting a ring on someone's finger or a bun in someone's oven in a capacity in which I could not have lived up to being the better partner that I should have been. I would have been a terror and a disaster in those roles. And I'm lucky that I self-combusted so as to never allow them to occur. Um, <clears throat> oh, <laughs> I say somewhere that there's some interdepartmental corruption. I did not mean at my store. I don't have any idea what goes on. But I just mean there are some corrupt inner, there are some agencies with some interdepartmental corruption that are starting to, to show themselves in glaring form. And uh, if you haven't seen that, then you haven't been looking. But I'm not gonna get into that here. I just definitely did not mean in my current circumstance. Just like when I say things like contributory, uh, you know, when I search for words that should say something like beneficial and in re-listening to it, my ability to pull my vocabulary from wherever that comes has gotten worse in the last 10 years for sure and has gotten markedly worse in the last five years and I assume means that I'm losing my vocabulary. I hate that idea that you can somehow, um, I guess, we'll go the, the hey old man route, um, kill enough brain cells through smoking enough THC that you somehow um, collapse the synapse connections that let you grab words that you use with regularity with less regularity. And uh, I recognize that in these recordings. It's just either a detriment of getting old or it's uh, part of the pressure of trying to do this in real time without any kind of uh, editing or um, alternative uh, glossing to make myself not appear as stumbly and bumbly as I am. One of the reasons that I don't, well, years ago and even recently, I, I have uh, a much better written word of communication than I do anything I'm doing with this microphone and Galaxy Samsung S4 um, because given enough time to massage my message, I can truly uh, narrow down exactly what I want to say as opposed to here just kind of letting whatever the old uh, cerebellum says, today we will blah, 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 blah out of our pie hole. Um, I think this is more honest. I think this is more exactly what I think because when I speak of slipperiness with girls, I'll tell you one way that, um, and I hate to say it, but I, somewhere down in the lowest part of my, do I admit this, do I admit this part of myself, I feel like there is no woman I can't, ah, do I want to say make fall in love with me? Because that's such a terrible thing to say. In other words, um, I can attract a woman to me in a way that um, uses my <laughs> empathic abilities to fill the hole that is currently in their life not being filled 
Uh, and the way that I can do that the easiest is with the written word. And so if I'm slippery with women, it's because if I write you a love letter, you will, you will come knocking on my door. And I know this. And so I don't do that anymore. Um, and <sighs> yet it also lets me know how unfulfilled it must be to be female, at least in America, where nobody gives you the agency to truly ascend into the personal glory that you are. Again, bring on the matriarchy. I will be the biggest male champion in your corner. Well, not the biggest male champion. In, in no regard am I the biggest male. But I will be your biggest champion of the male gender in terms of commitment to your cause. Speaking of commitment to the cause, I haven't heard from Lily since I heard from her almost, what is it, 10 days ago? So I assume that just means she got scooped up again and I'll hear from her in a month. But I do worry about her because she has no ally in the world and everybody is an enemy. So when she's out there getting uh, trouble cast her way, it's the kind of trouble that can lead to the worst of outcomes. And uh, I have heard from my other friend who I used to work with who was going to listen to some of this stuff. She's been going through some chaos at work, so she hasn't had the time to stop by and be uh, involved, but that's coming. I have given the first 20 recordings to my mother, so she's listening to these. And uh, when I get some feedback from her, I'll uh, at least uh, share the, uh, the <laughs> parts worth sharing. Um, and take the rest of it to my grave. Uh, all right. Uh, and we're all people. People are people. Uh, what is EK or Elk? Eck? Okay, not even sure what that one is. We're, we're all people. Uh, yeah, we're all people. Oh, I don't know. We're all people. Why would I have written that? Well, there's a little uh, mystery from my life. Uh, I do mention some of the, uh, the, what can we call them? The Bond villains of what I think are our structural society. But I didn't mention them all. I don't know if I mentioned the banks, the media, insurance companies, the, uh, the politics, the tech industry, Facebook, Google, you sultans of, I don't even know what, shenanigans for sure, but definitely shenanigans. Um, <clears throat> so, what am I going to say? I can't cover everybody that's nefarious all at once all the time, but there's a cast of characters to whom I say society has sunk to the point that they exist. And that's just some of the list. Um... Uh, Oh, and I don't know why you would hide not going to the casino. I would hide going to the casino, but maybe you have to hide not going to the casino from your strong-armed mob boss, numbers-running boyfriend, who always says, if you ain't at the casino tonight, what are you doing? Hanging out with the hairdressers? Again, this is a script that should not be written by an... Uh, no means was I trying to mock any type of Italian heritage or any other ethnocentric American uh, heritage. All I was doing was being terrible at comedy right there. 
Okay, so then I think that's everything on this list. I wrote this list on a page that is both white and green, so it's hard to see everything that I wrote. Oh, hang on a second. No, there is some more. I also say, uh, so to live, I had to sell some shit. I never mean sell some shit. I mean sell some stuff like my uh, Game Boy game system and all the games that had gained ridiculous value or whatever. I mean sell my personal stuff. Like, you know, stuff I won't really ever need again. Um, walk. Walk a what? Don't. Oh, yeah, I do not work at King Supers. I said at one point that I do. Sorry, I don't. Um, walk a moly? <laughs> I have no idea what that says. Walk a... Boy, it looks like the word. Honestly, it looks like a word in, in Korean, so it doesn't look like anything. <clears throat> anyway, apparently, oh, walk a mile. That's mile? That's terrible. Yes, there are people who cannot walk a mile. And I do not mean to denigrate anybody. And yes, some of you are going, dude, what? Uh, you talking about people in wheelchairs? Yeah, sure. There are people who have to roll a mile. That's not walking a mile. There are people who can't even do that because they're bedridden for whatever reason. And uh, listen, it all matters. Being overlooked, being uh, disregarded, being uh, excluded from the group, even unintentionally, is bullshit. So if I realize that I've done something, like say, everybody should go walk a mile. It's good for everybody. Trust me, it'll work out for everybody. There are some people whom, for whom that advice is nothing but a cold slab of ham to the face. So to all of those who... I know energetically, I threw out a comment of disregard. I apologize. You deserve better. And I'm always trying to do better. Like with my handwriting, Korean mile. Thankfully, I recognize what that was. Because to me, that's about the best way to end this. Since I uh, talked about my sister in the last episode. And I intend to not talk uh, heroes in the checkdown episodes. It's too much to get through. Instead, after every checkdown episode, I will go through somebody that, again, that for whatever reason, I consider a hero. So look forward to that in the next one. And until then, I say, go find your own heroes. <laughs>